Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. No way! Jack Comanson with another submission! He's a scary man when he wins a fight, isn't he? Everything I do in my life is working for this goal to become the best in the world. When you get the victory, there, there's no feeling like that. I love it, man. Jack the Joker Hermansa! Sean Strickland! Wow! We got ourselves a player in the middleweight division. I hate him, and I can just see that you know the lights were on, but nobody's home. At that moment, when you hit somebody, it feels so good, and they go limp. You know it's time to finish it. Congratulations, Thank you, Sean baby. Strickland. Thank you, guys. Thank you, fans. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Please tell me that's on video. I've never been happier. I'm made for a fucking podcast. That's dangerous. I should have made we're at it. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Matt and I are both wearing black shirts. You wear a black shirt for a different reason. You know, you you just did Why? it. Because you look good in a black shirt and it just you happen to throw one on. I wear one to hide my tits, but I'm working on it. I've lost a few pounds. Not that I would expect anyone to notice yet, because it's just too You know what, Jimmy? Let me look at your little face there. Let me look look at me. Now don't look at me like that. Don't look away. But you do you definitely lost weight. I see it in your face. Now you just now you're making funny faces. Stop, stop. Yeah. Listen to me. The last one was. <laughs> Would you hate that? That was my face. Isn't it horrible when your face gets fat? Yes, it's very horrible. As I look at me, isn't it horrible when you're fat? Look at this. Well, you know why it's bad? Then the neck gets fat. My arms look like cow, like cow, uh, fucking Rocky Mountain, Rocky Mountain oysters. Look, you know what a Rocky Mountain oyster is? I don't. Well, Dean, well, if you would have seen the last fucking episode, Dean Thomas ate one and it's bull balls. Oh, Rocky yeah. Mountain oysters. That's right. We love a fear factor. Dean that Thomas won nothing for that either. Nothing but respect. That's right. <laughs> and nothing but a taste for, for big bull balls now. He probably loves them. You are what you eat, man. He's bald. I don't know. <laughs> Let's go. Are we ready to party? Jack Hermanson, uh, number six, middleweight, fighting Strickland uh, this Saturday night. Um, UFC fight night, Hermanson Strickland in uh, uh, the Apex in Vegas. God, what a fight this is going to be. I am really, really, really looking forward to this. Let's get Jack on. He's here. Hey, Jack. How you doing? Hi. How you doing, guys? Good there. Good, good to see you, buddy. Good to see you as well. Guessing you're in Vegas now. That's right. And uh, what do you think about the fact that uh, people are, I don't know why, why do you think Sean is, is favored 
Um, you're ranked higher. Uh, you've beaten an equal number of great opponents. Do you think it's just because of the last he's on a five fight win streak? Or what do you think? Yeah, he's undefeated in the middleweight division, so uh, that might be be the reason for it. Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, I've been thinking a little bit about it, but I I just see myself as the better fighter. So it's hard when you're confident. <laughs> I read a stat about you, and, and correct. I think this is the, and I was amazed that anyone's done this, much less two other people more than you. You, there's been five fights you've had where you've absorbed one significant strike or less. Is that correct? Uh, that can be correct. Yeah, uh, take, take, not taking that much punishment. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. So, do you see yourself as being able to kind of avoid and neutralize what what he is probably going to want to do? Yeah, that's the, the that's the goal, you know. Uh, not stand there to to get hit by him uh, is a big part of the plan. How would you like him as a sparring partner in the future, though? His sparring sessions. Are, you ever watch his sparring sessions, Jack? Yeah, I did. Uh, it would be fun uh, to to spar with him, you know. But uh, he he's crazy, so you better bring your A game when he's in yeah. gym. <laughs> I'll tell you right now, I don't think that would be fun. No. <laughs> you know, that, that every time he spars, it looks like it's a like a it's a fight. A fight. Yeah. You're yeah. fighting for your life. Yeah. Did you bump into him after he sparred? I he Sean wrote something where he, he saw you after he sparred. He said, I just saw my opponent after like I was sparring. Did you see him recently after sparring? Uh yeah. Uh I met him the first time yesterday, actually. So uh went went, went uh, to him and said hi. So all good. <laughs> yeah, and, what, and what was his response? You said hello. What did he say? Uh, he said uh, hi, uh, and I said nice to meet you. He said nice to meet you. He said good luck. I said good luck. <laughs> that was yeah. I'll tell you, Jack's definitely. I think people Strickland's got kind of that. Even if not that he's a bad guy, yeah. but he's got kind of like that bad boy image where he's right. not beating up sparring partners and knocking him yeah. down and knocking him out, and and he just says crazy shit. He's kind of like a loose cannon kind of guy. And Jack, look at Jack's always smiling. Look at him. Look at, him. Look at that face. Yeah. You know, look at how happy he is. That's he's it. always happy, Jack. No, yeah, you know, that, next that's to my way. Alpi, Yeah, you're the smallest guy with this, the sm- biggest guy with the uh, the grin on his face. Got to greet the world with the smile, you know. Fuck yeah, man. So, I mean, now, you, you when you say you're the superior fighter, yeah, I'm not asking for game plan. But now a lot of times there's like one specific, like, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking on my feet, I'm thinking grappling. Mm. When I look, when I think of that situation, I'm, I, I'm feeling that you're going to try to out grapple. Yeah. That's, out grappling people is always a, a part of my game plan because I'm so, so confident uh, in my ground skills. Uh, but that can also work against me sometimes because in a fight where I, think that um, this is going to be a stand-up fight. That's usually when I fight uh, better, you know. So, example, w- when I fought uh, Jacare Sosa, I wasn't, you know, uh, I-, I-, I wanted to take him down, but that was not, like, essential. Uh, and I fought so much better on my feet I- I- in that fight. So, uh, I think, you know, uh, um, I can't be over-eager to take him to the ground. Uh, I really need to to commit in a stand-up and... Uh, and I have a lot more to show there than I have been uh, previously. And you're very dangerous with your, you know, with your chokes, especially your guillotines. Yeah. Your arm and guillotine. No, you have like a modified guillotine. What do you yeah. call it? Special? Uh, the joker team. The joker team. The joker team. All right. All right. <laughs> but uh, what's nice about that is it puts somebody to sleep. In other yeah. words, if you were a mess, if you had the... Uh, uh, the Joker bar, I don't fucking know. If you were a master of an arm bar, maybe <laughs> yeah. I try to go with that. <laughs> if, you, if you were a master of an arm break or a leg, this guy is no. still be limping out of you. 
He's yeah. the type of guy that you got to – there's no off switch. You got to really just put him unconscious. Yeah, I agree. It is good that you are a master of strangling people. Yeah, absolutely. You know, there's uh, the choke is always the the preferred submission just because of that reason. You know, people cannot if they get, go to sleep, they cannot continue, and uh, so uh, it's a good way to, uh, to to finish off a fight. And uh, I'm definitely looking forward to do that if I get the opportunity. And if I don't get the opportunity, I'll quit. So you're saying a lot of times like a choke because some guys are so tough and they're extremely tough to put away. But Matt, I think you've even said this, that it basically a, a toughness doesn't really matter with a choke. If the blood is cut off, the blood is cut off. That's that's how it works. You know, there's no toughness in the world that can uh, keep you uh, awake when somebody's choking you. <laughs> True, man. Somebody could be on PCP. If you stop the blood flow, they're going to sleep. Exactly. Right. And they can still fight. They could be fighting you with one arm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Listen to that shit tomorrow. Yeah. Hey, uh, let, let me ask you, Jack. You had that grappling match with Kamzat, but that was a wrestling match. It wasn't a oh, match. Thank you, Matt. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You know, I've been bothered uh, for two weeks now with interviews, and everybody, yeah, this is just like, uh, and everybody talks about it like it would be in, uh, a ground fight, you know. I'm just like, I am a, a, a grappler, you know. I'm, uh, I'm extremely confident on the ground, and I know that my grappling skills is loads better than, than my wrestling skills you know um and uh, that was my first ever freestyle wrestling match against a freestyle wrestler so uh, you know uh, I, and people don't seem to 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 have catch that people it's very listen it's very important it doesn't show who's the better ground fighter submission fighter listen, i mean be yeah. a jiu-jitsu man or or submission guy you know what i mean who's the better guy in the grappling yeah. you know who showed who the better wrestler that's it so that is a huge thing. Because when I seen that, I go, holy shit, that guy must be really the truth. Because yep. I've seen I've seen Jack and I've seen his jujitsu. So when I found out it was just a wrestling match, I go, wow, yep. well, that's, that's cool, but it's not as cool of, of you in like a 10-minute a submission match. What's going to happen once you get there? It's not like you got there, mounted you, and finished you. I mean, fuck. It's a reason. It's a reason they asked because there was his team that reached out to me and there's a reason they asked for a wrestling match. Uh, you know, and not a, a a submission wrestling match. That's why you're too much of a fucking nice guy, I believe, Jack. You should have been like, "Hey, man, I want all right. You can get me down, but let me look to take your limbs off." Yeah, exactly. But the, you know, I was just like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm up for the challenge." You know, um, uh, uh, you, you know, if you want to do it in wrestling, let's do it. But uh, hopefully, the day when I have a, a counter offer with a grappling match, I, I hope he won't turn it down. And the difference between a freestyle wrestler and, and, and a, a kind of a, a grappler wrestler is you can't use your jiu-jitsu, right? You just, you just have to wrestle. Exactly. Exactly. That's it. You, you score points by taking people down. So it's not about the ground game. It's more about, you know, who can get the other guy down. Uh, but then, uh, you know, yeah, it's all about, all about points. And I definitely feel like, you know, uh, uh, I'm about the, the grappling game. And even, uh, you know, when you are on the ground with, uh, with sweeps and uh, everything else, uh, controlling the positions, uh, uh, that's where I excel. Uh, you know, if I would have been uh, the best wrestler in the world, I, I would have been the champ right by now because my, my grappling game is that good. So, uh, but I'm not as good uh, in wrestling as I am. In, in I'm sorry, was he better than you thought he'd be? Stronger than you thought he'd be? More agile, or, or how did he match up according to? Because there's so much hype around Shmaev now. How did he match up according to what you thought going in? Well, I trained with him a couple of times before, so I knew that uh, he was very good and very strong. 
And uh, what stands out is that he is ridiculously strong. You know, he, he, he looks tall and lanky, but, but the, that, that guy has some insane strength. Um, so, uh, yeah, but I knew that going into the fight as well. But uh, his, his strength is, is ridiculous. I'd like to see his strength and submission defense if you guys had a grappling fight. I'm just putting it out there because yeah. <laughs> it adds to his his mystique and his hype. Not, and, and listen, rightfully so. The guy's a beast. Yeah. But I would have preferred, and I thought when I first heard about it, that, and that's what people I think there's a misconception. They're thinking it was everybody a- thinks it was a, a, a submission wrestling match. Like everybody that I'm talking to uh you know is uh, referring to it uh, as that and not the freestyle wrestling match well look good let them sleep on your jujitsu then that's yeah. good yeah yeah you also said that uh watching vittorio adesanya gave you more confidence against adesanya that you could beat him why why what was it that you saw or why did it make you feel that way no i uh, it was um, like the Vittorio match uh, match is one thing but the blahovic match that's that's when you you know that, that, that's when I knew that, you know, yeah, if I get on the top of Adesanya, you know, he's, he's in big trouble. And I don't think it doesn't matter how much grappling that guy will train. He will not suppress my skills. And I probably will not suppress his uh, striking skills as well. So if we fought, it would have been like, you know, all about who can take the fight to their uh, game. And uh, I think that I only need one takedown and, and he's going to be in, in, in big trouble and that makes for an exciting fight. Do you think that it, as great as Adesanya is, I know you're, I think you're picking him against Whitaker again, correct? Yeah, I do, but that's maybe a little bit biased because I want him to win because if uh, Whitaker wins, they probably will have a third match and they will, you know, the division will stop again and uh, we don't want that. <laughs> you, you want your shot. Exactly. Um, now, do you think that when, when uh, Blahovich beat him the way he did, again, I mean, he's so strong on the ground. Do you think that that kind of gave people like, all right, this is how you get to Adesanya? I mean, even though he was fighting out of his uh, weight class, uh, do you think that that's kind of like opened a lot of people's eyes like this might be a key to finally beating him? Yeah, it, it, people should have known that before anyway, but I think it confirmed people's thoughts. And uh, but but it's all about having that um, to be co- cool enough in a stand up to 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 pull that off. If you watch the first like the Derek Brunson fight versus Arizona, you can't panic. You can't just reach after him. You really need to engage in the stand up to get a good opportunity for the takedown. And then of course you need to have the, a solid solid top game to to be able to uh, to control him there as well. Uh, but it definitely confirmed my thoughts that that's the way you you can beat. Him. Back to. Uh... Your opponent in the main event this weekend, Sean Strickland. He likes to talk in yeah. sparring, in fighting, especially <laughs> in fighting. He likes yeah. Yeah, Now, he are does. you ready? Do you have your guys coming at you? Come on, Jack! It's, Come it's, on, Jack! Knock <laughs> me out! You should yeah. have them do that shit. Jimmy, it might look weird. That's what, he, <laughs> that's what he does. He's ready for the shoulder roll because he can fight. And he's right in your fucking face. He's not afraid to take one to give two and exactly give, two to give one. You know what I mean? So, yeah. well, now are you ready for that? I'm ready for it. And I had my sparring partners, uh, go, uh, you know, talk shit to me. I asked them to do that just to prepare. So that was actually part of the preparation. And I'm visualizing it all the time, you know, because I know it's going to be annoying uh for, for sure uh so i'm i'm taking that into account when i'm going into this fight for sure yes do you ever get to that point because i was watching him spar uh strickland was sparring with uh, dominic reyes and he just talks and 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 do you ever get to a point in fighting where 
you know what that is. Like you guys are all fairly equal on a level of being tough and being skilled fighters, but do you ever get to a point where that's not like annoying like it is in a schoolyard, where it just makes you want to fucking hit somebody harder? Is that something that fighters never get past? Um, the thing is that it's it's still pretty uncommon. You know, you have a few guys that does it, Strickland, Kevin Holland, uh, but if you're not used to it, uh, it's going to be annoying. And I felt that during training when somebody's talking to me, it's, it's, it's kind of annoying. And, uh, you know, you're always super motivated to beat the guy as quickly as possible. So that doesn't change. Um, so, uh, but, but I think definitely you need to keep that in your head that it can be pretty annoying. And, uh, uh, for some people, it might even be discouraging. You're just hitting this guy and he's just still talking, still being in your face. You know? That's what I'm thinking, especially if you're tired, Jimmy, if yeah. you're you're tired and you hit it, you, you give off combination. The guy goes, come on, get. You could do better, or come on, and then you're like, oh, come on. Exactly. It's no, just man, annoying. I'm trying to hurt you, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it gets like that. Like, oh, that's discouraging. It really is. Yeah, he, well, he's try, he's often like even coaching his opponent against himself. <laughs> so, yeah, I yeah. probably wouldn't take his advice, but yeah, you know, uh, Ali against Foreman, he yeah. taunted George, and and George was hurting him, and he just kept saying, "You're not breaking popcorn. You're not hurting me." And Foreman changed his tactics instead of just doing what he did. It was like he actually listened to Ali in the ring and wound up gassing himself out in the eighth round yeah exactly so i think it's important that you know even if he talks to me i'm not gonna go into his style of fighting as long as i keep it to my style and the things i'm gonna do i, I should be fine right because the, matt have you ever had that somebody like saying shit to you in, in the in the cage that got to you more than it should have oh uh, well when i fought carol parisian i almost knocked him out in the very beginning he survived and then i was going after him and then they're like he's tired and then he was wait, he, he waved no to my corner to longo and then he gave like the finger to them. And I go, fuck, man. I go, not only is he not tired, but I'm fucking getting tired. <laughs> that fucking sucks. You got it wrong, Longo. He's fucking fine. Yeah. But anyway, it happens, man. It could really, it could fuck with you, you know? I guess so, right? It's, but yeah, like, I didn't think of that. If you're, if, if you're tired and he just keeps coming and he's talking. Yeah. You got, you just, there's no, there's no, there's no way out, Jimmy. The worst thing, Jack, I don't know about you, but I was always never scared of getting beat up. But I was I was afraid of getting tired in there because I did get tired in there before and it's the worst fucking feel. You don't want to quit. Nobody wants to quit. You can't quit. So you gotta take a beating in front of all your friends and family. <laughs> Jimmy, it's yeah. not fun. No, I'm sure it's not. I'm sure it's un unpleasant. And, and by the way, Jack, what do you think about uh, uh Kennedy or Brunson's another fight that I'm really looking forward to? Uh and, and what do you think about that matchup? Because Brunson has looked so good lately. I I want to say he's won five or six. I could be incorrect, but I think it's five or six fights. Yeah, definitely. He has the big, longest win streak in the division. and uh, uh, But I think that Cannonier is going to be a hard one for him because uh, Cannonier is a really good uh, get-up game. He, he, he has good conditioning. He's relaxed in there and he's dangerous striking. Uh, I feel like he's going to be able to get back to his feet and uh, sooner or later he's going to connect and, uh, and make it hard for Brunson. Uh, but yeah, for sure, Brunson has been looking good. Yeah. Okay. So you think Kennedy is going to wind up uh, getting a win? I think so. But I root for 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 Brunson actually because uh, we'll see. You know, if he wins, it's not a hundred percent sure that they will do the rematch. Right? We're tired of rematches now. Adesanya has fought Vittori for a rematch. Now Whitaker for a rematch. What if Adesanya wins? Is going to rematch with Brunson again? Maybe. We'll see. You know the thing with uh, Brian. I'm looking up. Okay, he's almost forty. He's thirty eight now. And uh, again, he's coming off uh, two, four, five wins. There might be that thing. Uh, again, I know Glover wasn't uh, doing a rematch, but there might be something about a guy coming close to 40 and they know it's his last shot. Maybe he gets a rematch if he wins in a really impressive way. Yeah, yeah. He, he, 
he needs to make it an exciting fight, uh, uh, I believe, and he might get the shot. We'll see. Well, listen, I'm a fan of Cannonier. I am. Yeah, me too. But he better fucking hope that the uh, Bronson doesn't visit the fucking salon because when he gets that blonde fucking die in there, and you get the blonde, <laughs> we're not talking. You guys are talking about Bronson. I'm talking about blonde Bronson. Blonde Bronson. Oh, he's on a fucking tear. Juan Brunson finds a way, Jimmy. That's right. <laughs> he finds a way. The old Brunson might have had a roadblock here and there. He got kicked in the face. Blonde, well, I'm talking about the blonde Brunson. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, he, he has been doing very well. He's doing something <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, you look good, uh, uh, Jack. You look uh, really ready to go. And uh, again, this is a great, great fight. And uh, I can't wait to see this on Saturday. We're talking to Sean next. And I'm kind of glad that you guys had a friendly interaction because I'm always fascinated with guys' abilities to not even have animosity and then just do what you guys do on, on Saturday night. Because this happy-looking Jack, like you said, this is not going to be the guy that Strickland sees. No, exactly. You know, as as the fight starts, just switch over to, to the evil you or if you like uh you know it's 100 percent focused uh, on, on my task and uh you know then, then there is uh yeah a totally diff different feeling but uh, as soon as the uh, as the fight is over i'm back to normal again you know so i have that switch you need that switch yeah it could easily i like the joker because i like that because the joke is smiling but it could easily have been happy jack right <laughs> Jack smile, smiling Jack Hermanson. Like, why not? Alvy has it. You can have it. There's no reason not to put a smiling on there. Well, no, no I'm, I'm not going to steal his, uh, oh, okay. his thing. Exactly. <laughs> Jimmy's vital before he came out. He's alone. Listen. Yes. All right. I think he's fighting on this card. Isn't he? Isn't Alvy on this card? Yeah, he is on this card, right? Yeah. Oh, we're going to go over the card after this. Yes. All right, Jack. All right, buddy. Good talking to you, Jack. Always, guys. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Did I tell you the story about what happened on my TRT place? Uh, no, what happened? What were we talking about right before we got him on? I thought we were talking about something. Brendan Allen, by the way, is who uh, Sam is fighting. I... Oh, ooh, that's going to be a good fight. Yeah, it's a great fight. I don't know what we were talking about. I don't remember either. So anyway. Chip Chipperson? Yeah, absolutely. 100% no. Oh, okay. So, Jimmy, I was leaving my TOT place today, right? Right. So, sitting down, right? This guy, Matt, right? You look over, a guy with a baseball cap, big guy. Fucking Big Joe. I go, my man. Now, Big Joe, I know Big Joe lives on the uh, same block as me. 
And I didn't know he was getting TRD. He was he's retired uh, on from the police force, the NYPD. He used to go to my school, Jimmy. Oh. So you can imagine my surprise and how happy I was to see the guy. It's like, ah, I fucking go get a big bear hug. I'm looking at him. He, you know, he got up. I'm up to Big Joe's chest. This guy, he's looking eye to eye with me. He's not Big Joe at all. No. So it was very, it was fuck. It was a little awkward. Now the guy, it was Joey. I mean, it, Jimmy, it wasn't big. I, I thought it was Big Joe. So now it's not Big Joe. But yet the guy hugged me and he's hugging me. Ah, oh, you went to school with my wife. Now, dude, I'm just, now it's just awkward, Jimmy. Because I hugged him like I knew him. And, all, and the receptionist saw, I'm not, maybe I'm not doing it justice. But it was one of those awkward situations. I hugged him, Jimmy. I hugged him like I hug you. Because I love, Big Joe, I love. I yeah. love Big Joe. What's wrong with hugging somebody? If I run into Big Joe right now, I'll give him a big, big hug. So when I seen this guy, and I'm, a little, I'm not quiet. But I, oh, I gave oh. So people look it up. I, I don't want to be obnoxious, but I got excited to see him. It's my friend. Right. It wasn't my friend, Jimmy. I'm, I went to school with his wife, and I met him at some function uh, somewhere. But he was a nice guy, I guess. He was happy to see me. Yeah, but not as happy as you appeared to be. Well, Jimmy, do you ever get happy? Do people ever really get happy to see you? And then you have no. To see <laughs> Jimmy, there has to be times where people get happy and you're like, and you have to ask yourself, do I really know them or do I actually? A hundred percent. They don't like me too. Cause when I hug, I hug Matt, but I always hug from the back and that bothers people sometimes too. It? I'll, I'll hug somebody, but always from behind. I always hug them from behind and I'll put my face in their neck and I'll go, it's good to see you. What do you put where? I put my face in their neck and I hug them from behind and I go, it's good to see you. And a lot of people don't like that. No, I, I, it's not, I wouldn't do that. When I left out of that story, I might've been a little, you know, up in the air. I, I understand. You I might've been a little, in the office, I might've been a little high. Not, not, yeah. not the Jimmy, not, let's not make a scene. Not, not long. You were you, you were Rocket Man. You were Rocket Man. <laughs> high as a kite. How did that go, Rocket Man? Uh, and I'll be high as a kite by then. So I how, know like, it's gonna be a long, long time. Jimmy, Rocket Man. Great song. How's it go, Rocket Man? Yeah, doing <laughs> something, doing something. Mars ain't a good place to raise your kids. Right, it's cold as hell. I remember a little bit of it. It's is a that great, great song. song. Is that Elton John? It is written by him and Bernie Taupin, I believe. Do you ever watch William Shatner's odd interpretation? He kind of talks and acts it. It's so crazy. Did I hear that on your show or somebody's show? Or who, who am I, my fucking aunt? Oh, it's so crazy. Oh, you ought to see Billy Shatner. He's so crazy. Wait, wait. What an old lady I am. No, 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 no. I seen that. It was so odd. I think your buddy Kumia had that on his show. It might be, yeah. He, he's a uh, Shatner is so interesting, though. You can't not love Bill Shatner. But I heard he's a down-to-earth guy, though, unless I'm crazy. I heard he's like, yeah, yeah, I've interviewed him a bunch, and uh, he's always been very nice. And uh, I saw him on a plane once, and uh, everybody was scared to talk to him, but not me. They thought he'd look out the window and start saying, there's a man on the plane. There's There's a man on the way and a man. He was great, though, man. He's like an icon. I was never a Star Trek guy, though. Me neither. He's fucking 90, though. William Shatner is incredible because he really works harder than anybody in the business. He's, He's absolutely... Uh, amazing, Shatner. I think he's ninety. Yeah, be funny if he was fifty-eight. I was just way off. But yeah, I, think shit, I get older too. I'm get. I get older too. I'm getting. We're all. Well, yeah, I'm hopefully, hopefully. Hey, Jimmy. Jimmy, that might have been the best, the most articulate thing I ever said on the show. I yeah. get older too. I was yeah. saying. I was about to say, Jimmy, because uh, I was about to say what I was watching on uh, my latest Netflix show, and then that just came out of my mouth. Yeah, but I can't. But I was. I was going to say, I can't believe I'm going to be forty-eight though. 
can't believe it. Uh, yeah, no, I understand. You know, because I guess I'm still a guy that gets excited when I win in my VR games and whatnot. So is that like, I want to stay young, uh, Jimmy. I'm like in my mind. I just want to stay. I want to, I don't want to, I don't want to grow up. Okay. Back to business. That's a good way to be. By the way, uh, be- before uh, Sean jumps in, uh, the co-main is uh, Soriano Maximov. Uh, Maximov is uh, undefeated. Uh, seven and zero. Oh. I, I I don't wouldn't even know who to pick in, in that fight. Um, he's one and zero in the UFC. He's twenty four. He's a, obviously a very bright future. Um, I, I'm my picks have been so on point lately. I'm almost afraid to make picks because I'm on such a a, a, a run. You know, uh, Rachmanov Harris is uh uh fourteen and zero. Oh. Rachmanov obviously uh probably a heavy favorite in that. But I I don't necessarily pay attention to the. Uh, Who's the favorite? I'll ask a fighter what they think of it, but I mean, I'm not, uh, you know, I don't know if I put much stock in it. Uh, After we talk, poor Sam Alvey. Sorry, poor Sam Alvey's been a had a couple of tough fights uh, against Brendan Allen, who has looked good. Um, so you know, hopefully Sam Alvey is is able to right the ship, as they say. You say anybody changed his name to Frowning Sam Alvey? I didn't say that. I would never say that about our dear friend Sam Alvey. Frowning. Sam Alvey's a fucking animal. Like, he loves, loves to fight. That's why they keep him in there. Because even though he's lost a few fights, and he had, he, it doesn't matter. Sam Alvey enjoys fighting. Not gonna be, I don't think he knows how to frown. Yeah, I don't think he knows how to frown, Jimmy. No. It's not easy doing a podcast, Jimmy. You've got to come up with things on the fly, smiling, frowning. I'm not attacking the poor guy. No. I, I know what it's like to get a couple of wins. I know what it's like to have a bad day in the office. I know what it's like when the terror made an error. You understand what I'm saying, Jimmy? <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy, we have fun. Listen, speaking of being a fucking man child, I'm, I'm not really into animation, right? I'm not into uh, the anime. Yeah, but there's a new show I've been watching on uh, Netflix called Arcane. And it's pretty fucking cool. It's, I don't know, man. It's like futuristic and these, these street kids. And there was a fight scene I just watched where they, they got some loot and the other ones tried to get it from them. And there's some street toughs and, and uh, it's, it's futuristic. I'm going to let you know the more I watch it. Yes. And my buddy, Christian Harloff, and he runs those nerd channels, right? That uh, the big thing and SEM live and stuff. Uh, he's a friend of mine. He, he, I heard him talking about it. So I gave it a shot and I'm starting to dig it. So you know, I like to let the nerds out there know about some different stuff because I don't really get into that animation too much. You know? Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of it either. I, I don't, uh, again, some of the older ones would make you laugh when you were a kid, like Bugs Bunny and stuff, but I'm not oh. a fan of like the crazy tentacle and the vagina, weird octopus fucking stuff. Like it's just bizarre to me. <laughs> what are you saying? You know, like porn animation or any of that, like Japan animation, is what it's called. Um, it's just not my. Th- oh no! What's it called? Uh, anime, anime, anime. Yes. No, I'm, anime doesn't do it for me. But I am digging that. And I did. I did like that other one I saw, the Super Crooks. That was good. But uh, Jimmy, I did not realize me and my wife last night chilling, Netflix and chilling, sure. but literally, yeah, 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 Netflix and chilling. And we found um, the fucking new season of Ozark is out. Did you know that? <laughs> Has it been out for a while? I, I don't know. Are you joking? No, I watched season Are one. Are you joking? I thought, I thought you were making me like I'm an idiot. No, I'm teasing you. I, I didn't love it. I, I, I didn't hate it. It was no, very well acted. I didn't hate it. I just, you know. What the uh, fuck was I going to watch? Yeah, I'm trying to start with Yellowstone. I got through one episode. I just don't care about guys with fucking cowboy hats. You know? <laughs> yeah, tame that wild stallion. Ugh. 
Try. Right, listen, thank God Sean is ready to go. Yes. Listen, I can't hear about cowboy hats. Uh, I, think, I think Sean might wear a cowboy hat. But I don't think Sean is a big. If we talk to him, I don't think he's a with people with, with cowboy hats. No, 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 I just want to watch a show about them. I want to see if he watches television first of all. I think we talked to him about that, and he's not a big series watcher. I don't. I, but then again, I could be fucking completely wrong. We'll ask him as soon as he pops in. He, he's here, so please send in uh, Sean Strickland. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Sure, you look good. You look on weight, bro. You look good. No, I'm about 200. I'm not too far off, like 15 out. You know what's sad? I'm, I'm like, I'm like 200. Yeah, that's right. Hey, so when I'm from retired, I'm retired. I am on TRT. I just left the place. If you're on TRT. Oh fuck! I never knew this. Oh, I don't know that. Wrong. <laughs> of course, you're on fucking TRT, bro. You're like a little fucking mighty mouse. Calm down. Thank you. <laughs> It makes me feel so good when you give me those compliments. We got to train, bro. I was really sad we couldn't train when I was in New York. Sean, I, you are well. Listen to me. I'm not fucking. I, maybe if I get paid a lot of money, I'm not sparring with you, motherfucker. No. Oh, listen, but that, that my days of sparring are over. Even in my prime sparring, I don't think that would be fun at all. You, <laughs> there's a lot. Let me tell you something. From watching your sparring, and sparring is the truth. You are you can't disguise who you are in the cage or in sparring sessions. That's when the truth comes out. You're not a bully at all. But when I watch that and I see you in the cage fighting and talking, you this sport needs you. But maybe more importantly, Sean Strickland, you need this fucking sport. Oh, 100 hands up. Well, I got put down four weeks ago by uh, Max, the fucking two fiver fucking guy like fuck man do you spar longer than you should because you i saw you i think it was on twitter talking about sparring uh do you spar longer in camp than most guys do or harder than most guys do no i spar every every day is hard but no i I sparred yesterday yeah i'm taking today off tomorrow i'll do two pads but yeah i sparred i'm like one of the few people who spar hard on fight week dude in the day like it it doesn't matter like like fucking john jones man i'll I'll always tell you this john jones he'll go fucking do cocaine go to a strip club crash his car punch his wife in the fucking face and then go be a fucking world champion. Like, you know, like people put too much into the sport. Just go out and fucking fight. Have a good time. Just that's go out it. and fight. Yeah. That, that, that's it to a, a certain degree mentally. Mentally, dude, you're fucking there. But you also. No, I, don't know if I'm there. I don't know if I'm fucking there. No, no. Dude. Hey, listen, you're not there to be a fucking accountant, but you're there for a cage fighter. You're there to be, you're there for the cage. This is made for you. Oh, yeah, no, no, fighting. If, if, if I couldn't, I would pay to do this if, if I didn't get paid to do it. Uh, but you're not, but you're not dumb, though. You know, mentally you're there, but you know you're smart enough to get physically there. 
Because everybody, if you, there's psychopaths out there that might have the same mental, you know, mindset of you, but they're not going to put the work in. You are a hard worker. What do you attribute that to? You know, it is, dude, like, you know, it is like you say psychopaths. Like, I think I'm a pretty rational guy. Like, I think I'm like everybody else, dude. Like, I just wanted to sharpen my claws. You know, most people that go through work, they're driving down the fucking freeway thinking about the guy that fucked their girlfriend or the boss they want to shoot. And they just stomach that shit and they bury it. As for me, when I was a kid, I was like, no, fuck that, dude. I want to be dangerous. I want to be scared. I want to fucking train. I want to fight, you know? So I think that's the difference. It's like, I just opened the door to it and said, hey, let's let's say what's up to my demons. As most people, they fucking grab a bottle of booze and bury that shit. Do you need to have like, because uh, we just had a Hermanson on and he was talking about you guys bumped into each other and you just said both said hello. Do you need to have like some kind of animosity or to be angry at somebody when you fight them or do you, can you walk in there and, and have no feelings for them at all and, and still be comfortable? No, once once it's once it's fucking go time, like once it's fucking go time, we're fucking we're fighting, you know, I don't need to like I don't need to intimidate you. He's a nice guy. He doesn't need to intimidate me. Like I'm a professional. You're a professional. Like, come on, dude. we don't. When the door fucking shuts, I'm, we're going to try to fucking kill each other. Hands fucking down. That's just how it goes. What's really the difference in sparring? You go a little easier or no? You go pretty hard. Uh, you, you're pulling punches. Like, you'll you'll hit a guy, but it's more of like, you'll pop a guy. You'll make him bleed. You'll give him a black eye. But you're not like, you're not like, you're not trying to like break balls, you know? Sometimes, I mean, sometimes, like, sometimes I'll be here. Like, when I, like, when I spar Francis, because he's a heavyweight, I'm throwing as hard as I can. Like, I'm trying to put his ass out. But, you know, he's a heavyweight. I'm a fucking loud dude. That's why, like, I spar Max. The guy that put me down. You know, what Max, uh, 205, he's fighting next week. Big, tall Russian guy. Oh. Yeah, Max Max Grisham. Yeah. And me and him are having this fucking war. And then, like, I throw a big overhand. He slips and hits me, drops me to a knee. So, like, when I spar 205, it's like green light, man. Fucking, we're having wars. But guys, my weight, 170 years, I'm usually pretty nice. So. And how, and how uh, when you spar Francis, because I read that, what is the advantage to, to doing that? Is it because None, you want to... No, it's stupid. It's fucking retarded. You're scared. I look at his big ass. I'm like, you're a scary fucking man. I got to fight you. You do that to kind of test your, 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 like, just to make yourself do something that is, is frightening to do. No, I mean we all we all we all have like the little bitch, you know. It's like me and Kevin Holland almost got into a fight at the PI last week. And like, you know, me, like, I'm like, well, you fuck it, we can't fight here. You have my number. Like, if you want to fight, let's just take a walk outside. And he was like, No, nah, fuck that, I'm right here. But a big reason why, like, he presented himself like that, because he's scared of me. And it's it's okay, like like Kevin Hall, we locked a lot of fucking dude out. There's a little voice in my fucking head that says, Man, you're a scary fucking man. But the difference between me and you is like I allow myself to be like, hey, you scare me, but I'll still go walk outside and fucking fight you to death. As opposed to you, like, you scare me, I'm gonna overcompensate and pop my chest out and try to intimidate you. I don't wanna fucking intimidate you. I just you know, I just wanna take the path together, to walk the walk together, see what happens. Why did you guys almost fight at the PI? Uh fucking I think like he I think someone tagged him in a post and like he insulted me. I told him that if we were ever, I told him, I told him like, man, if me and you were ever in prison, I want, I want this to sink in. I could rape you if I wanted to. Like if me and you were ever in prison, like you were my cellmate and I wanted to do that. I could fucking do that to you and it should bother you. And, but he started and I was just fucking okay. joking. He yeah. started, he fucking started. Now, did you walk up to him or did he confront you and go, Hey, that no, thing you yeah, said. I'm actually like in, in person, I'm a pretty nice guy because like, I'm always trying to like, cause I don't like, I don't like to be aggressive, you know? Cause I like such a, like, I don't like to go there. So I like put my head down. I was like, Hey, what's up Kevin Holland? And he was like, I kind of like, fuck you. I don't like you. And I said, calm down boy. And then he fucking like lost his shit. 
And I was like, Kevin, dude, you have my Instagram. You got my number. You can call me. We can take a walk outside. We can't fight here. He's like, no, fuck that. I'm right here. I'm like, dude, why don't we just go meet up in like a parking lot or a dirt lot and fucking handle this like, man, he just got fucking burr, 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 burr. little fucking birdie, you know? That would be a fun fight. I got to be honest. You guys would be a fun fight. You, you know, the thing with, with, with Kevin, I mean, one, he's not fucking, I don't even think he's going to be ranked anymore. He's going to walk away. He took some losses. It would be a fun fight. Let me let me take some L's and then we can set that up. You know, as of now, I think he's beneath me. And what do you think about, too? We asked Jack the same question. I'm looking forward very much to uh, Brunson Cannonier coming up, too. I think that's a really, really interesting fight. I think you said that if if uh, Cannonier wins, you think that he should get the next shot? No, absolutely. He's, he's fresh blood in the division. If he wins, he fucking deserves it, you know? But if he doesn't win, you know, and I, and I could actually put Jack away, I think I deserve it. Not, not necessarily because, you know, I, I put in the, I fought the two and three and fourth guy, but it's, it's men. Like we've, we've seen that. We've seen the Izzy Brunson. We've seen the Izzy Whitaker. We've seen the shell. Like, like, dude, I'm there. I'm, you know, let me, let me, let me, let me crack the nut. Let me, let me take my shot at it. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, obviously people would love to see you fight Adesanya. Brunson though, if Brunson wins convincingly or did, like, you know, I, I know that he already lost Adesanya and I know Cannonier did beat Hermanson. But I mean, is there any scenario where you think Brunson should get the shot? Would he have to knock him out in the first round, or do you still think he would need one more fight? Uh, after that? I mean, again, it all it all comes down with UC one. It's like, yeah, does he deserve it? He's ranked, he's put work in, you know. Yeah, he, he might fucking deserve it. And if, if I have to fight another name to to wait to wait for my shot, I'll do it. You know, I'm a, I'm a fucking company man. I'll, you guys sign my fucking paychecks, you know? Like fucking whatever it takes, man. I'll do a little of that, whatever it takes. You're very honest about yourself too. Like I, I like the way you talk about your past a lot and go, yeah, this is who I was. And this is how I thought. Um, and if people don't like it, tough shit, you're just being much more open than I think a lot of people are. Well, I, I think the thing that's like most people like me, cause most people are me. Like most, like if you go talk at the average fucking American, they're like me, man. We all grew up fucking similar. Like every American had some, a fucking, a drunk dad that fucking hit him and beat them all. Like, that's fucking common. Every fucking girl's probably been fucking molested by a fucking uncle. Like it is so fucked up how, how fucked up this world is and how you could go talk to any random person. And like more often than not, they'll be like, yeah, I was, I was fucking raped or I was abused or I was fucked up, you know? So I think, I think people like me cause they're like, fuck man. Like, yeah, you're, you're like, yeah, no, I didn't grow up in the fucking American fucking dream, you know, fucking American nightmare and uh I think that's what people like about me yeah and, and do do people ever come try to be judgmental about it because you said something on Twitter I don't remember what it was but it was almost like hey if you don't like it fuck you do people at times try to judge you on that because they're actually taking your honesty as if they got you on something you know here's here's the thing about like spotlight in the media you could have the vast majority of good people they're like man I get that but the one fucking asshole the one asshole they're, they're the first ones that put a highlight in front of these people and I do it too you get the one asshole and you fucking highlight them you put them on blast but that's just the world man we always tend to we always tend to magnify the, the smallest voice you know we ignore the loudest one it's funny, yeah. We do when you if I'm if I'm doing a show and if people are laughing and, and loving it, and there's one guy up front who hates it, that's the guy you focus on is that fucking asshole up front. And you, you yeah, just yeah, wanna... he, gets, he gets to magnify. You know, even whenever uh, I mean, when Trump was getting elected, there might be some fucking racist piece of shit rally, and all the world is pointing a fucking uh, putting a camera in front of these fucking assholes when they don't fucking realize that the vast majority are just normal fucking guys that liked it. They're not fucking racist, not sexist, they're not bigoted. We just, we have a problem of, of highlighting shitty people. Right. Hey, fuck, maybe that's why you put a fucking camera in front of me, right? <laughs> you know, it, it, you know, it's crazy, man. You talk about like <clears throat> all the hardships 
But you know, some some people repeat that cycle, like they've been abused, they abuse, no, they, bully, down, they bully, and then there's the other, there's the other people that they make they make a choice not to, they break that cycle. They'll never abuse their kids. They're they're sickened by it because what happened to them? They won't bully people because they got bullied. Like you know what I mean? It's alcohol, man. It's alcohol. Like again, I, I'm a libertarian. I think if you want to go fucking shoot heroin on the corner, go shoot heroin on the corner. But like. Uh, of all the drugs, if you look at all violent crime that happens, of everything that fucked up happens, usually the root cause is alcohol. Hands fucking down, dude. You go look at every crime statistic. So you get these fucked up mentally ill people and alcohol is so accessible. When you turn 18, you go to a party, you start drinking and you just you just fucking crash. And so, I mean, you really want to talk about the root of the, the root of the problem is alcohol. Most people. That's yeah. a great point. Do, do you drink or, or are you a happy drunk or are you an angry drunk or do you stop? I don't, no, I, I quit. I got drunk when I was like in fourth grade, like really fucked up. And that was like the last time I drank. Yeah, I don't fucking drink. Yeah, because some people it affects happy where they're just kind of silly and goofy, but most people it, it makes them a little shitty. My brother, my brother says you should never trust a man that doesn't drink because he's trying to hide his demons. <laughs> a man who doesn't drink, yeah, or, or or his demons have come out and really caused a lot of problems, and he had to stop because the yeah. demons were kind of running. <laughs> That's kind of what it is. Like I don't think I think most people do. Like when most like it's crazy how many people fucking drink, man. And I'm, I'm again, I'm a libertarian. You want to go fucking suck someone's dick, fucking shoot crap, shoot heroin, go fucking do it. Yeah, but that is the root problem of society. And how do you handle it? Like when people, because people are so strange when they're drunk too. Like because you're a fighter, and people know it, and people get brave when they're when they're drinking. And I think that would almost be scarier for a guy like you than a guy like me who can't fight. I don't do. I don't go around people because I'm a very like predatory mindset man. Where like if I'm around drunk people, there's this little voice in my head where like you know I mean when I got arrested when I was you know 19. There was like two fucking drunk people and I, you know, and I started like, I started pushing certain buttons to like put me in a position to where like, oh, I could hurt these guys. I'd probably get away with it. So I just don't go around. I'm too, I'm too like, I'm too violent. I'm too predatorial to be around like intoxicated people that give me an excuse to hurt them. Yeah, you would you wouldn't you wouldn't walk away. Hey, he's drunk. He shoved me, but he's drunk. You know, you, you no, that's actually, not yeah. what I would do. That's not what I would do. I might like look at him and call him like a boy jokingly, or I might like I could I, I would say something to make him lose his absolute shit just so if anybody's around me and I fucking hit him in the face, I'm like, hey, this guy attacked me, you know. It's just not, and that's kind of what like when I was younger and I got arrested. It's just I mean, you know, it's two years of my life I learned my lesson that even when you're wrong, even when you're right, you're wrong, you know. Again, I manipulated a situation to fucking, you know, put two people in the hospital that even though they engaged it, they did it. I, I was the one that manipulated the situation from, you know, and I, I'm aware of that. I learned my lesson. I went to fucking court for two years. Now I don't fucking leave my house. <laughs> yeah, you just, you're smart. You, you learn from it. You don't, you don't, it's not worth the headache. Oh, it's so fun. And, you know, hurting people is so fun, man. You know, like it's so fucking fun. Like you mean Brendan Allen. He hated me for the longest fucking time. And like after, before he fought Kurt, like I pulled him aside. I'm like, I'm like, dude, why? Like, what's the deal, man? Like, why do you fucking hate me? Like, I, I sent you a message. I apologize all the shit I said at the fight. And he was like, you know, man, like, he's like, you know, like what you said about my kids. I'm like, dude, I didn't insult your kids. I said, I wanted an orphan there. I wanted, I wanted the orphans. I said, I wanted to kill you. That had nothing to do with your fucking kids, dude. But like, but like, you know, I, I don't want to say it, but like, you think I give a fuck about your kids? Dude? Like, if I had to be honest with myself, like in the moment when I'm in that fucking moment of like fucking savagery, like when you're in that fucking moment of like, I will fucking do anything to hurt you. I want to scar you. I want to take what you have. 
I want to like, I want to hurt your life. I don't give a fuck about your kids, dude. And so I was telling him this, I was telling him this, I'm like, so like, don't, don't be mad at the rattlesnake, bro. Don't be fucking mad at me because I am who I am. I'm a petty, angry, vengeful motherfucker. Don't be mad at me. Be, be better, bro. Go pray to fucking Jesus and tell me, tell your fucking kids good night. Did you guys make up and did you guys have a friendship? Yeah, after I, that think, I think he understood. I think he understood that like, it's not like, it's not necessarily that I, that I did it to like insult him. Like who, who my core is as a person. I don't give a fuck about you. You, you don't have to give a fuck about me. You're not my teammate. You're not my friends. But like, I, I think, he, I think he just started under, understanding that like, it's like a rattlesnake and rattlesnake fucking bites. You don't get mad at the rattlesnake. Get mad at you. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey, you knew what I was when you picked me up kind of with the, with the scorpion. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And you know, and then like, you're talking about fighting, fighting is a very like emotional fucking thing. When you walk in the cage, like it is an emotional experience. Like every, every ounce of you is, is invested, you know, where it's like, I mean, I remember walking in the cage and thinking like, he did like the little, I'm not religious, but he did a little cross thing. And I'm thinking to myself, like, if there's a fucking devil, like, like, I want you to fucking meet him. I want to fucking kill you. I want to hurt you. I want to scar you. So you know, I mean, I'm just not, I'm not, I'm not a great guy. I'm not a fucking great guy when it fucking some aspects of my life. Well, I mean, first of all, can I just tell you what you're saying right there for the cage doesn't make you a bad guy at all. Well, let me, okay. Well, let me, get, let me say one last thing about Francis. Francis is a fucking good guy. Francis Gagne, I got to know him. I've talked to him. You hear a story. I'm like, I'm like, Francis, like, why do you do this? And he's like, and he pretty much, he's like, he came from nothing. He's like, I deserve this. I deserve this. I deserve to do this. I deserve money. I deserve this. I'm the complete opposite. Sean, why do you do this? Because like, I want to hurt. I want to take something from you. I want to like, I want to make you less of a man. Like all my reasons for fighting has nothing to do with money. It's like, I want to like, I want to fucking ruin you. Like, I want to like, you know what I'm saying? So like Francis is a good man. Like I like to fight, you know, I, I deserve this. I want to take care of myself. Me. I'm like, nah, fuck that dude. Like I want to go home and fucking take a shower and watch your fucking blood run off my body, you know? In any other instance or any other sport, it'd be fucking looked down upon. Hey, man, you're in the right fucking game, Sean Strickland. Oh, no, I love This I love, is your sport. Like, bro, like the, the MMA fans, bro, I thank these motherfuckers. You guys are all, they're all fucking toxic fucking assholes. But, dude, like, I thank these motherfuckers because if it wasn't for you guys, like, fucking tuning in, man, Fuck, I don't know what the fuck. I'd be a fucking loser. I'd be in a fucking, probably shooting fucking, smoking crack under a fucking bridge. I think you're just more honest than most people. Like Ngannou, I'm sure Ngannou is telling you the truth, but I think there's a little more of what you're saying in him than he would say. Like, if you watch that Overeem fight, you know, Alistair was clearly out and uh, he just took that last bounce his head off the, th like, you know what I mean? Well, you know, Maybe In the case, but I'm saying the motives, like Francis' motives, like he looks himself in the mirror, he wears his suit, he said, I deserve this. I, I, there's no reason why this man's better than me. I deserve to be there. Me, I'm saying I don't fucking deserve this. I shouldn't be there, but I just want to fucking take what you have. I just want to fucking, I want to burn down your fucking house because it looks nice. You know, Francis is not that way. Like right, Francis, right. Like, like Francis will go see someone's nice house and be like, you know, I deserve a nice house. I'm right. going to say, fuck this block. I'm going to put gasoline and burn this motherfucker down. That's the difference. All right. Now, the good news is you're 30 years old. So we got a lot of time for you to exercise your demons and we could all enjoy the, the fun. Yeah, bro. After I'm done fighting, bro, I'm going to move to a fucking mountain somewhere. That's all I'm doing. I'm trying to make enough money so I can isolate myself in a mountain somewhere. Do you, like, you said you like hurting people. Do you, now how, and no one likes to be hurt, but there are some people that actually don't mind it at all. Uh, how do you feel about being hurt? Like, Is it just the, the price you pay or is it something that no, you're actually okay with? Pay. 
But if fucking like obviously I could go out and, and fight Jack and he could knock me out, but it's like you live by the sword, you die by the sword. It's just something you accept, you know. I don't have my I don't I don't, obviously don't want to I no, I take that back. Like everyone's like, Sean, like you knocked out this low level pro, like like do you feel bad about that? I'm like, fuck no, it was easy. You couldn't fight back, it makes it way funner. I can take my time with it and enjoy it. When I fight a guy like Jack, man, that's a fight. That guy's one of the top athletes in the world. I can't just sit there and have a good time and, and pick my shots and watch a blitz start coming down the space. It's a fucking fight, man. No, give me a can. Let me let me go beat up so they can't fight back. <laughs> I, that, no, in that same fucking note, though, I do like to beat up guys that can't fight back, but I will pick the biggest, baddest motherfucker in the room and say, come on, let's go five rounds. Yeah, you feel the same about everybody. You just, you like combat and you're really good at it. And again, you're very you're a very honest guy. And I think that's why people... Uh, really you know, take you having sex with a saint or having sex with a whore, you know, with a saint, a saint being a high level fighter, you gotta like, you gotta like candles, you gotta, you gotta do all this fucking bullshit, you know, but yes, yeah, so you just do what you want. It's fun. You just like anything you want. You want to deem in the fucking face. You want to drop them. You want to make them fucking bleed. I made this guy bleed from his ear the other day. Oh man, it was glorious. <laughs> Seriously, I fucking dropped, knocked him out. Blood's coming out of his ear. And I'm like, my dude, you should probably get that checked out. I don't think you're supposed to bleed from your fucking ear. Yeah, it's bad news. I thought you're still talking about the horror reference. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I just want, you know, I want, I just want, like, I like it easy. I like it. What I'm saying is, I like it easy. Jack, he's not going to be easy, but I like the easy ones where I can take my time and enjoy, and it's not scary, you know? Yeah, I definitely understand. I could see you in the movie. Like, if you were in the wrong, you're one of those guys who think, like, well, I was in the wrong era, like fucking Marv from Sin City. I could see you in the gladiator days. Americans are pussies, dude. Americans, modern day Americans are fucking pussies, man. Most of my training partners are Russian. They're fucking Dagestani, Chechenian. They're, they're from Brazil. Like, Americans these days, dude, like, fuck, man. You guys just got to get the water shut off every now and then. Let, let a fucking roof collapse. Like, you guys are just soft motherfuckers these days. Well, Sean, you're a, a really, really fun guy to watch. And uh, this this fight, again, this is a main event that I'm really looking forward to. And uh, good luck on Saturday, man. There's nobody I wouldn't want to see you fight. Like, honestly, anybody you fight, I'm, I'm watching. You're one of the more exciting guys yeah, uh, sure, in the entire that. sport. Yeah, you're great. And you really, you tell the truth. So thanks for coming on again. We'll talk to you after, okay? Hell yeah. I appreciate that, man. Take care, Sean. He is. He, I love that guy, man. I fucking love that guy. Love him or hate him. He's honest as all get up. I never said that before. No, but he, look, he's not trying to, he's not trying to smooth over an image. He's a fucking raw fighter. And he's saying, this is who I am. And this is how I think. And too bad if you don't fucking like it. You, this, how can you not appreciate that? Right. I, I like him. I, I like him because he's refreshing. Yeah. You know? And he's himself. I think that, uh, I think he's totally honest. He'll 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 beat up on a guy he could beat up on. He'll also fight a spar with Francis. Spars with Francis and requests it. Like he requests to spar with Francis. I wonder how hard Francis hits him. I forgot to ask. I meant to ask him that. We just got sidetracked. I'm sure he's doing the right thing. I'm sure he's not trying to take his head off. No, but I'm sure even Francis hitting you in the chest lightly, you feel it. Like I, I'm I'm sure that you know Francis throwing a jab at your chest, you you, you feel. Hey, Jimmy, you never know. But you also didn't know. That uh, Ozark was on Ozark, the new season. I did not, buddy. No, yeah, it's okay. I'm getting into it. I'll watch it this week, and we'll talk about it Monday. I watched the first episode. I'm really into Peacemaker with John Cena. Cena, John Cena, yeah, John Cena, John Cena from uh, you know the the Peacemaker. Ah. It's, it's like it's a fun show. It's on HBO Max. You should give that a shot, Jimmy. It's fun. Maybe I will. Yeah, Do you like that fun. What? Do you like that fun? No. 
Jimmy, you know what's fun? Your Instagram. I Thank seen you, you uh, deal with that girl who had to pee. She wasn't being rude, but you were definitely. Uh, oh yeah, her <laughs> shrill voice in Philly. Yes, you said she sounded like Edith Bunter Bunker getting crushed by something. Or a vehicle, or did crushed by a vehicle? Because yeah, was like, I gotta pee. But she wasn't being shitty. She's just that was how she talked. It was very funny. I, did she come back? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But she was just going to 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 just going to take a squirt as it's many gonna be people do. Coming back though, if you said that. Yeah, and I wasn't even talking. I was talking. I was saying she, but I was talking about somebody else. I was going into a bit had nothing to do with her. But when somebody gets up and they're visible, you have to address them. You know. Well, it's got to be so different. Yeah, they're just going to piss. I figured she was going to do that or make a number two. I don't know. Jimmy, the fights are this weekend. Let's do our pick of the of the main. Now that we spoke to him, I'll do the main event. Let's do the main event. It's hard to. This is the thing. It's hard to pick because you look at Sean Strickland, you think, oh, well, he's just a thug. He's a smart guy. No, he's a smart guy. I think he's really smart. He's smarter than he laid and then he's uh, letting on. And if you look at the guys he's just beat with, I mean, he went five rounds with Uriah Hall. And I don't know how many rounds it was with Chaco. I don't think that was the main event. I'm not sure, though. I don't think so. Crystal Chaco. Uh, let me see. Yeah. Was that a five rounder or a three rounder? Uh, it was, well, it was a decision. I'm not sure how many rounds it was. It's a great. Right, I'm going to assume it was three. It was three rounds. Yeah. But then he took out Brendan Allen. Brendan Allen's a dangerous dude. Brendan Allen's really good. Yeah. Yeah. So the fact that he did that, that's wild. Man. Mm. Who are you taking? I'm. Well, actually, Jack Hermanson. Jack Hermanson. He did get stopped by Cannonier. Not that, you know, he's not a great fighter, but he's been stopped. You look at the guys that he's been fighting. He might have lost to Vittori, 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 sorry, Marvin Vittori. But uh, Marvin Vittori is a total beast. But he also had sure. his moments in the beginning of that fight. And then you look at his other fights with uh, Kelvin Gasolin. I mean, he healed Kelvin Gasolin. And then he also, and the last fight was Edmund Shabazian, who's fucking a stud. Man, this is actually a lot. When you look at the guys, they both fought recently it really is a very close fight as far as who they've been fighting because they've been fighting quality guys really good guys yeah i mean i, I did not re- i forgot about that edmund so i hold edmund shibazi, yeah edmund shibazi and i hold on i hold him in very high regards yeah and uh in high regard so does is sean strickland good enough to get a submission because when's the last time he fought a, a submission expert brendan allen's good with jiu-jitsu he got knocked out by sean strickland I don't know, Jimmy. I'm going to think about it a little bit more while you guess. They couldn't be more opposite to it as their approach. Uh, you know, Hermanson's just happy. Guys, I'm going to try. And, and, and But he's a murderer. And Sean just kind of has that, I love to hurt people. They're so different, these guys. I'm going to take Strickland. And it's not a knock on Hermanson, but I, I'm going to take Str- Sean Strickland because you got to pick somebody. Um, I, I think he finds a way to, to, to stop him. But again, it could it could easily be a decision. Uh, but I'm going to take Sean in the third. So he did TKO Brendan Allen, which is big. Could he? Could Jack Hermanson impose and and enforce his jujitsu, his grappling, his jujitsu on Sean Strickland? That, my friend, is the question. Could he use his submission skills? to submit him that's the question because like if he gets one he has nice submissions but i'm gonna say no i'm gonna say sean strickland by decision okay because i feel that i think in the right circumstances he could i i feel that uh 
Jack could submit him, but I don't, I think Strickland's doing his homework and he's been fighting guys. He knows guys that know how to grapple. Didn't he spend time with team quest back in the day? Wasn't that his thing? Oh, Strickland made me way off with that. <laughs> anyway, guys, did am I right with that? Why am I asking these guys? Are they going to look that up real quick? <laughs> they're not looking it up. I'll take Sean Strickland by decision. I think it's going to be uh, okay. And I'm a jujitsu guy, so part of me was going with uh, with with, with uh, yes, he fought for Team Quest. Yeah, he fought out of Team Quest. Yeah, he's got so he's familiar with taking away a lot of those uh, a lot of the um, the choke holds and the submission holds and whatnot. So I'll say Strong, Sean Strickland by decision. Because I think Jack's he's tough enough to hang in and he's got very good defense. You know? Yeah, that's what I'm saying, Jimmy. Okay. What else? We got anything else, buddy? Anything else you want to talk about? No, we're good. Shoot the breeze. No, we're good. You know? And now I'm gonna give my friend Joe a call and I'm gonna hug him because I want I, I like him. And I hugged the wrong man today. I know it happens. Yeah, yeah, it happens, Joe. actually it probably doesn't happen as much as you think. I understand. Not like not the way I did. No, definitely. Very embarrassing. Yeah, no, uh, Jimmy, I will touch base with you during the week. You know, I'm going to Kansas City, man. Okay. Oh, oh. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. I, I, so looking, I just like to have a good time. It's for uh, looking for a fight, Jimmy. So okay. I don't know what, what fights we're going to. I don't know much. I just, you know what, dude? They give me a plane ticket. Nah, all right, I'll show them. I like to have a good time. Okay. Yes, you do. Uh, I'm on Cameo also. Matt Sarah on Cameo. Matt Sarah BJJ on Instagram. SarahBJJ.com. Get yourself a Kimura Sarge t shirt. And Jimmy, what do you want to plug, my friend? Just, I got gigs coming up. I just had something go on sale in, for June in Jim Thorpe, Pennsylvania. But I got Boston, uh, Foxwoods in Connecticut. I got New Hampshire. I got DC. I got San Francisco all coming up in the next couple of months. Go to jimnorton.com and uh, I'll talk to you Monday. You're the best, my little Thanks. Jimmy. Good All right, man. I'll talk to you. I'll talk to you on the weekend, brother. All right, pal. Have a good one. All right. Love you. Bye, buddy. Love you Bye. too. <laughs> you know, I wanted you to say it back. Bye. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.